Brand Registry has seen some major changes in the past couple of weeks. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. I'm going to show you this new portal that just launched and what it means for your brand. First, I want to talk about what I'm seeing with trademarks and brand registrations to begin with. And then following that, I'll go into the portal and poke around. So what I have experienced, I have filed nearly 2,000 trademarks uh, for Amazon brands. Uh, we're one of the fastest uh, trademark agencies out there. Uh, and we started this service because Amazon brands need a way to gain control of their intellectual property and then take it to Amazon. So just a little bit of history there. Uh, we've basically created the most encompassing brand registry guide on the internet. We'll post a link to that here. Uh, and a lot of great information. Now, in the last couple of weeks, some of the brands that I am personally helping file a trademark are being rejected at Brand Registry. Now, it's unclear as to why at the time of shooting this video. We're observing it. We're trying to troubleshoot it. But if you look back in the history of the 1,600-plus videos I've shot on this channel, this is a reoccurring theme. Amazon will come out, they'll make a change, they'll be untransparent about it, and then we'll figure out how to work that system. And then about three to six months later, Amazon will clarify how they want you to work in that system. So by following our channel and information, you're actually going to be three to six months ahead. Most of the content I shoot around troubleshooting new issues like this is pure speculation However, I have a pretty strong track record of getting it correct. This is one of those situations where I physically have no idea what is going on. But I like to think of myself as the taxi driver of Amazon. If enough people get into my cab and stop next to the Empire State Building, I know something is going on on the 63rd floor of the Empire State Building. This is one of those situations. I know with 100% certainty that brand registry is changing. You could even guess and maybe even suspect that it's going to be brand registry 3.0. Too early to tell. But for those that don't know that we currently are in brand registry 2.0, uh, the 1.0 version is like five plus years old at this stage. And back in the day, you had to have a fully registered trademark and you couldn't even file for brand registry until it was published on the USPTO if you're selling in the United States. Today, in brand registry 2.0, you could file a mark and within seven days, register that mark on brand registry. Now, you couldn't get full brand registry benefits until it fully published. You couldn't do trademark infringement takedowns and stuff like that until it fully published. But you would immediately get access to A-plus content, brand stores, brand stories, and a lot of other cool things like headline ads and brand ads. So it was very worthwhile. Now, uh, on my website, I charge $825 to file a trademark. So whether this is your first mark or one of your second, third, fourth brands, feel free to use my Amazon guy and support us if you like the content and all the things that I've done for the Amazon community. I give all of my knowledge to the community and a couple of percentage points of the community will give back to me in return. It's a great ecosystem. It works flawlessly, in my opinion. All of the information that I know about trademarks is on this page, myamazonguy.com slash TM. 
basic information like what is a trademark? Should I do a logo or a design mark? And, and very deep questions go down the list. Basically, any question that has ever been asked of me, uh, and it would make sense for others to understand the question, I've, I've incorporated that content. So this is a, a really cool education resource, reservoir of information, if you were, of all things, and there's that brand registry guide. So feel free to check that out next, uh, and, and, and you'll get some good information there. Uh, the value to brand registry, of course, I think is well documented at this stage. Uh, all the brand registry benefits, A-plus content, video ads, and you prevent hijackers. Hijacking has been one of the biggest new assistants on the entire Amazon platform. It's typically a Chinese seller that comes in, changes your content, and takes over your listing. Um, I speak at length about this in lots of other videos here. Feel free to check those out. Okay, so... Why are brands now getting rejection notices when they file a trademark uh, and file a brand registry with Amazon? It's very unclear at this stage, but in some of the interactions that I've had with uh, brand owners, they've forwarded me some of the messaging from Amazon and it's saying things like, hey, prove that you're actually the manufacturer. So some people have tried to upload invoices and manufacturer relations and stuff like that. Here is my speculation. I think that there are an increase in people filing trademarks claiming that they're the manufacturer when in fact the manufacturer is not them and they aren't, uh, and, and that manufacturer has not filed a trademark yet. So in, in legal intellectual property law, and I'm not a lawyer, we frequently hear stories about how uh, somebody can file a mark and uh, if somebody else hasn't got to it first, it can be some hurdles or legal territory or conversations uh, that get messy. Now, the way to protect yourself is by showing that you use the logo, the word mark, and the trademark intellectual property, filing a trademark with the USPTO, obtaining brand registry with Amazon so that Amazon recognizes your intellectual property, and that's the normal process. Well, with all normal processes, eventually some, um, some things can happen, and then Amazon makes a big update to address those situations. What's frustrating about this is that Amazon will frequently uh, make updates in an untransparent manner and not tell you why they're doing something, let alone what they're doing. In essence, you're left guessing. Uh, Amazon's reasoning for changes like this is frequently they don't want to tell the bad actors how to continue being bad actors. The problem with this methodology is that the good actors are generally the ones that suffer the most. The bad actors will always find a way around the, the rules and eventually continue being bad actors. So it's not really a fair system by any stretch. If you're one of the people who have recently been rejected with brand registry, I have some advice for you. First, keep reapplying your brand registry, especially if you're one of the good actors, you will eventually get approved. I'm very confident this is the case. If you're going into this weeks or months later and you still can't get your brand approved, I recommend that you continue to escalate. Provide the documents that Amazon asks for, whether that's an invoice or whether it's proof. Perhaps you need to build a website 
to add some additional layers of security. Perhaps you need to use uh, some interactions with the lawyer that filed your trademark to help your case. But whatever it is, continue filing the request. After you've gone three plus rounds with brand registry, I recommend you do this next. Send an email to jeff at amazon.com. Obviously, Bezos is not looking at these emails, but there is an executive seller relations team that does review these emails frequently, and we're seeing really good, strong results that when seller support, that's through Seller Central, or brand registry support fails, that an escalation to jeff at amazon.com frequently does work. So in this email, you'll say, Dear Seller Executive Relations, here is my problem. Here is the solution I'm looking for and the steps that I've taken and I'm escalating to you because these steps have not worked. And on situations like this, where it's a moving target and untransparent process change and potentially an entire ecosystem update, you're going to need to escalate because there is no written SOP on this. There is no instruction or help file on how to deal with these situations. As an Amazon seller, you will eventually face one of these situations. Most of you watching this video, slam that like button right now if that's you. You have experienced these situations and you know it can be aggravating. You lose sleep over the situation. You bang your head against the wall and you're like, why is this so stupid? Like how, how could Amazon even run a business like this? And then you realize quickly that you're not alone and you just have to put your shoulder to the wheel and push along. And uh, you, you have to focus in and, and do things like that to be an Amazon seller. This, by the way, as an, a side note, is why I think the Amazon aggregators failed. They hired a bunch of uh, suits, if you were, Excel wizards, who were going to come in and try and run some numbers. In reality, though, a true Amazon seller needs tenacity and grit. Here is an example of that situation in, covered in this video, where you need tenacity and grit to say, okay, I see a new brick wall. It's in front of my face, and I don't know what to do. I can't see around it. I can't see above it. But just like in the children's book where they're going on a bear hunt, you will have to go around it. You will have to go over it, and you're going to get muddy, and you're probably going to get uh, scared when you get into the cave and you see the bear, and you're going to run home, and you're going to go back through the mud, you're going to go back through the grass, and you're eventually going to get back to your bed. But eventually you will. So don't fear, don't feel like you're alone in this situation. Having said all that, it's extraordinarily aggravating. And so you need to file those tickets, you need to escalate, and you need to not give up. If you give up, you allow the brick wall to consume you. You become part of the brick wall. You become a brick in that brick wall. And some people who go that route, I'm going to tell you right now, you should probably stop selling on Amazon. That's right. Stop selling on Amazon. Because if you cannot deal with the aggravation that comes from an Amazon policy update, let me tell you, there are many more updates to come. Amazon is entering its maturity phase. So it's no longer going up like this. We're at the plateau. This is as good and as easy as it's ever going to get on the Amazon platform. Quite frankly, we're going to start to see it slip very soon. Not yet, but very soon. Um, and when I say slip, I don't mean sales go down. 
I just mean the ease and the use of selling on the Amazon platform is going to become cumbersome. Why? Because we've seen this in every ecosystem ever made by mankind. Uh, when you're in the growth trajectory, uh, the rules are lax. It's great for business. You take advantage of the system. The system matures. The system starts making rules. It gets harder to manage through that system. And eventually, some of the less valuable elements of that system get choked out. What I mean by that is mom and pop sellers that only produce a certain amount of revenue on Amazon, Amazon doesn't really care that much about you. And you'll, you'll find that your business model is not as profitable today as it was two or three years ago. That's going to increasingly be the case. So uh, just keep that in mind. Pad that into your margin. Make sure you're focusing on better products that have that higher margin and be smarter about your dollars and spend, which is, again, why you need tenacity and grit. All right, so this was a necessary diatribe. I spent 12 minutes on this on purpose because I feel like a lot of sellers need to hear that message. Now I'm going to pivot over to the new brand registry portal. And one of my favorite things to do when I, when I do uh, new content is to do it live, do it hot, as it were, cold even, I guess might even be a better phrase. So when I look at this page, I became aware of this page relatively about 10 minutes before I started shooting this video content. So this is all fresh and new to me, just like it is for most of you. And what we're going to do is we're going to poke around and we're going to see if we can understand what the changes look like and why. One of the reasons I like to do this cold is because you get to see from the same perspective that you're feeling right now. So the first thing that I observe is that the menu is identical. There is no difference in the menu here as it's compared to what it was a couple months ago. Now, having said that, if you haven't been in the brand registry portal for a year or so, the menu is quite different, very different than it was a couple years ago even. So in here, you can go to the case log, you can contact brand seller support. Uh, for the most part, this is probably going to be the number one thing you're going to do in the dropdown is contact brand support. For example, if you're one of those brands that's having an issue with brand registry, you'd click that, you'd come in here, and you'd select one of these, uh, these problems. Many of you are going to want to select technical issue right here, file a ticket and say, hey, I'm having a technical issue with my brand. Can you please help me resolve this? For example, somebody's already registered my brand name. That would be a technical issue. Um, or I'm not getting my application accepted. I'm having a technical issue with the paperwork, something like that. This would be a great time to use that. The second most common issue I typically see is a listing issue. When somebody comes in to request a product detail page change, uh, their title is locked and they can't update it through seller support despite loading the proper data. So in here, you could type in uh, the ASIN um, and continue through the ticketing process to get an update like that. This is going to be your titles, your descriptions, pretty much anything that's public facing to the consumer can be fixed with a ticket right here. And, and this is superior to filing tickets and seller support by a long shot. Category changes. This is something that's become increasingly more uh, common because Amazon has automated category changes uh, and for the most part, your random wine glass is showing up in kids' toys, um, and you're like, why is that even happening? It's because the automated system uh, is glitchy and sometimes does that. So you could come in here, type in your race in, and select which category you want to be in. Um, we see a lot of pushback on these tickets, but if you hold your, uh, your own and you keep replying to those tickets, eventually they go through. 
Uh, very common, three to five times you'll have to make a request before you get your way. Don't be alarmed, that is pretty standard and normal. So those are the typical things. I have to admit, I don't really recall seeing Escalate previously submitted issue before. This might be a new thing in the dropdown. And if you are like me and, and you wanna check out the Jeff email, you may wanna try this as well and explain how you've, you've tried to do something before. Now, having said that, it does say infringement specifically on escalations. Um, and so I'm, I'm surprised it's, it's infringement specifically related. You would typically see the infringement stuff uh, show up in the protection dropdown with report a violation. And over here, you can report sellers that are on your ASINs if they're hijacking the listing or, or an unauthorized seller. Although Amazon does claim they are not in the business of policing um, distribution networks, they do care if somebody is selling a fake or ripped off product and they do uh, take those down. There's also a new transparency program. Uh, historically speaking, I've spoken pretty negatively about this program. A recent update may soften that blow, make it a little bit better, uh, and there may actually start to be some real value with transparency preventing anybody from selling on a listing unless they're part of that transparency program once your brand is enrolled. So if you're seeing a lot of hijackers, I would definitely check out transparency and try it out. Share your experience with others so we all know whether it's good. Uh, on the manage dropdown, very seldomly do I come in here and access this pretty much only when I need to enroll a new brand. Um, and you can, you can do this uh, very easily when you select this dropdown. However, we did see some new uh, changes in here. Uh, you do not need to use the IP accelerator program. Uh, we are a competitor to that program. So if you get a trademark from us, uh, it's just as fast, often more fast and more accurate because we use an attorney that's done this almost 2000 times. Their attorneys, I have seen some mistakes. I've seen uh, typos and also um, they don't give you the brand registry guide to come along with it. So if you're gonna come in here, you can, you can enroll the new brand. Much of this information is pretty much the same. What's your brand name? Select this information, serial trademark number, upload a cell phone picture, and you're pretty much off to the races. But this section over here, this manufacturing and distribution information is what we're seeing an update with of late. Uh, and you may need to show some actual manufacturing proof. Be prepared for that update. This is a new dashboard. I'm switching subjects now. This is an impact dashboard, proactive protections. First time I've ever seen this. And in here, uh, listings and modifications removed or prevented. Uh, so if you're a seller and you tried to list something and it automatically got prevented, uh, that could be super frustrating. But if you're the actual brand and you're trying to prevent others from showing up, you're probably pretty happy. Uh, I had no idea that there were 4,900 instances in the past, what is that, roughly six months where somebody uh, was removed by Amazon and I, I didn't have to lift a finger. Um, that's kind of cool, actually. Uh, so far in 2023 alone, 3,200, seems like that might be escalating a little bit. Uh, it even shows the trends, like I'm not even in Japan and it's showing that 1,200 of those rejections were in Japan alone, 400 were in the United States and various other smaller marketplaces. Listings by trend, so you can see if things are getting better or worse. You can select the brands by themselves, the categories and other information. So some cool things in here. Not a lot of action you can take. It's more informative. 
of a dashboard, um, but they're making claims that they're trying to protect you. And I think uh, this is a pretty defensive measure on Amazon's part to show you the impact that they're having to protect your brand. Sometimes this can go haywire, though. There were thousands of sellers a couple of months ago that got a report for violating a two-letter brand automatically through the system, and everybody started seeing that on their dashboard. So it can go both ways. The automated system sometimes will block nonsensical stuff as well. So uh, you're, you're probably wondering, do I need to worry about this? Honestly, I wouldn't. Uh, if it affects multiple people at the same time, chances are Amazon's not going to evaluate it. If we go down to the notifications on this dashboard, there's also a new brand registry experience alert. Let's click on that next and see what that looks like. Updated brand registry homepage. Features dynamic sections, include data snapshots, other important information about your enrolled brands. Together, the information in each section will give you a full at-glance overview of your brands. Also, customized to your user role, relevant information is immediately visible and organized to make managing the brands and submission history easier than ever. For those of you that don't know, there are three basic levels of uh, roles, uh, the admin, the rights owner, and just the manager, um, and various uh, things that go with each of those roles. In uh, continuing reading here, manage your registered brands in the brand management administration section. On the lower left of the page, brand right owners and administrators can view their registered brands, intellectual property, and user permissions that are specific to their user profile. All of the brand registry roles can view the registered brands and application statuses and enroll in a new brand. So let's go over to the brand registry role section next. Here the help file basically backs it up. Rights owner, registered agent or administrator, the user who has permissions to assign roles on the account, uh, whereas the rights owner can employ who is authorized to report violations. Uh, typically speaking, most Amazon sellers are just going to be a, a rights owner and they don't delegate much of this. However, if you hire an agency like my Amazon guy, you'll make us a registered agent or a third party authorized to report violations on your behalf, as well as file brand registry tickets to fix up your listings. Um, this is completely safe to do. Uh, you can revoke this within 30 seconds. So if you terminate your relationship with an agency, hopefully you stay with MAG for life. But of course, nobody's going to do that. Um, you can terminate that access at any given time. Very safe to give out. Uh, we have access to, I want to say, 750 different brands registered on the Amazon platform. Uh, if you are an agency watching this, uh, if you get your email burned by Amazon, you've enrolled six plus brands or someone's given you access and you start to see your tickets get auto rejected. This is a common bug uh, and one that can be very frustrating. Uh, solutions to this bug escalating to Amazon to ask them to whitelist it can be beneficial. However, a whitelist is not permanent and you'll have to re-ask for it. So it can be a little bit challenging if you're an agency trying to run lots of different accounts. But if you're just an Amazon seller, safely trust these third parties. Having them give given access to them will not cause you any harm to your account if they're accessing multiple accounts. Amazon is generally aware that agencies exist as well as aggregators and people who own more than one brand. Um, bugs happen, but there's not gonna be any suspension risk or anything like that. So rest easy on that front. Going back over to this dashboard, I got to say, I do like this uh, new section where it says I've got five brands registered, nothing pending review or submission, what's ineligible, rejected, or expired. 
For those that don't know, a trademark will last 10 years. At the five-year mark, you have to refile some paperwork to keep it going for the next five years. Uh, and then I don't actually know what happens at the year 10 mark. I'll have to ask my trademark attorney, but I assume you have to file it again um, or continue it on. So here you could all you can enroll a new brand, connect a new trademark. I'm not sure what the difference between the two of those are, but it could be if you have a trademark brand registered in another country, maybe you connect it to a new country. That could be what's potential with that new button there. And inviting a user to your brand used to be a lot more difficult than this. It's significantly easier today. Now you just click that button, type in their email address, and you're done. All right, so that's my overview of the new system. Not much of an overhaul from a visual standpoint in terms of the tools available to you besides the general reporting. But I do believe that the changes that we're experiencing in terms of brands being rejected from trademark filing does tell me we might be entering Brand Registry 3.0 and, and other changes that will be coming. So subscribe now so you keep in tune with all of the information that could develop on this issue. And feel free, if you have info I didn't cover in this video that would help others, leave it in the comments because if somebody is still hungry for more information after watching this video, they're going to be seeking more information. They're going to go down to that comments and you could make somebody's day by sharing some helpful insights. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. My Amazon Guy just turned five years old. Congratulations to all of the staff that has made us a successful agency and growing. We're really thrilled with all of those developments. If you'd like to add, give us some kudos uh, or help us out, maybe you just uh, go over to our swag page at myamazonguy.com swag, pick up a hat or a t-shirt you want to show you're a representative of our core values and efforts here. Thanks for watching and stay tuned for more.